With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it's Anthony here. I'm starting to call a little early so people can have a chance to to jump on and share. And uh, just, yeah, just get ready for what we're going to be talking about and discussing tonight. I'm very excited about this. It's something um, God's really been putting on my heart. For some time now and being able to explain it and articulate it in a way that people can really understand it has been what I've been working on um, the more I look at it the more um, I see it hey Josh uh, that the importance of it and, and kind of demystifying a lot of things within ourselves and what it means to be in the name of Jesus so yeah, I'm very excited about this. Um, just gonna give a few minutes, and uh, anybody jumping on, like, share as much as possible, get the word out. Just like, 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 share, share, share. And uh, yeah, just had an amazing day today. We we had the grand opening service at our home church, Vital Church, Vital Church, and it, it was went very well. It's a very um, good things in the message today enjoyed it very much about the bread of Christ and there's so many things that God's been bringing out of that that we're going to be covering in the near future we're going to be discussing that I think a lot of people will forget about so we'll go ahead and just wait a little longer to see if anybody else joins us And yeah there's just so much so much that that God's been revealing I shared a book on the Facebook page. You go check it out. It's called Embracing Adventures in Jesus. And it's by a man named Albert William uh, Lupnitz or something like that. And um, so I encourage you to check it out. It's, it's a book about his life. He was one of the key factors. You know, God was with him. And he was one of the key factors of why FARC uh, and the... Colombian government have a ceasefire today. A lot of the violence and stuff has stopped because of his role in the negotiations. So that and just amazing testimonies, amazing testimonies. He would go in and he would pray for the soldiers. <clears throat> and uh, if they had bullet wounds or whatever, he would lay hands on them and the wounds would disappear. So imagine that, like just the power of God a lot of times we, we limit God with um, different things that we see and we, we think that certain issues are big and, and they're sometimes too big for God to handle and it's just not correct it's, it's, it's not right it's, it's not true and so when you realize you, you can take God out of the box and let him be who he is and you get to see amazing things uh, one of the, the FARC leaders I was reading in his book today that um, basically she uh, 
She had a deformed foot and a messed up shoulder. And in it, basically, he, he went over and he prayed for her. And she's completely, instantly healed. The, the foot straightens out. The shoulder straightens out. She's completely healed. And that's what gave him favor with the FARC members. So it's really cool. Just, just the different testimonies. He's got, you know, uh, eyewitnesses there with him that saw everything that can testify and collaborate. So just amazing, amazing things that God's doing uh, or did through this man. And so I suggest you get the book. It's really cool. Hey, Priscilla. Hey, Romina. How's everybody? So we'll go ahead and jump in. We'll get started. So before we do, just like, share, uh, get the word out. We're recovering the topic today of what it means to be in the name of Jesus Christ. And get rid of this whole mindset of what people have made it out to be and yeah so it's it's been something God's really been um, just hitting me with and and bringing to to the forefront and and I I've been working on trying to articulate this the best that I could best that I can and the, the more that I dive into this the more I look at this it's changed so much it's changed how um how i pray it changed why i pray why i say in the name of jesus it's changed many things and so look the, i would be remiss if we didn't start if we didn't start in acts chapter three so let's go to acts chapter three and this is the account of peter and john going in the gate called beautiful they see the lame man and they pray for him and they say, you know what, you know, silver and gold, I don't have what I do have. I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So he commanded them, he commanded this man, and then he reached and he grabbed them. Okay, I'm not creating a formula here, uh, but this is something that we see very commonly through the New Testament. If you go back and you read a parallel Bible, you can see where Jesus actually spoke to the person, like the woman with the, the, the spirit of infirmity, right? He says, woman, thou art loosed. And, and so that's where it ends in some of the Gospels. But in another Gospel, it says, and then he laid his hands on her. So when you realize there's an importance to laying hands, and, and Jesus very often laid hands. In fact, it was... I would say 99% of the time he laid hands just from the studies I've done. I can go back and I can show and prove that. Um, now, is it required? No. Well, he didn't lay hands on Lazarus. He didn't lay hands on uh, some of the the other people. Um, you can see he didn't even lay hands on some of the lepers, right? So it wasn't always. So it's not required. Um, obviously, he couldn't lay hands on you know, the Samaritans and stuff like that, because then he would be considered ritually unclean. He would have violated the law, blah, 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 right? So you can still see that he healed them. And so this is what's amazing, right? So back to the story. So the man gets healed, right? Strength immediately comes to his ankles and his feet, and he began jumping and leaping, holding on to them, right? And so the crowd sees this, and they're astonished by what's going on, they rush Peter and John, and this is what he tells them. And so we're going to look specifically at verse 16. 
verse 15 or verse 14 um, basically calls him out. He's calling him out for being a killer, right? You killed the author of life, is what verse 15 says, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. So look at verse 16. It says, And his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given the man this perfect health in the presence of you all. So here's everything that Peter had preached up to this this moment. He says, And his name, by trust in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the trust that is through Jesus. In In actual Greek it says, That is through him has given the man this perfect health in the presence of you all. Now, it's very interesting, his choice of words in this part, in this section. And then he goes on to tell about Jesus, right? But he's saying it's by his name and trust in his name. So for the longest time, I've always wondered, hey, what does it mean, his name? What does it mean in his name? Because I can look into 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians and see that you can be immersed, you can be baptized into the name of Moses. Yes. So how does that work? Am, am I the only person to ask these questions? I don't know. But I, I always ask God, God, how does this work? How, does, how is it that we are immersed into your name? Because we fast forward or we, we go back to Acts 2.38 it says, repent and be baptized, be immersed, right? Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. A lot of times we put in water there. It doesn't say water. It says immersed into his name, into the name of Jesus Christ. So as I've been digging through this, as I've been going through this Old Testament, New Testament, right? It, trying to see how Jesus even meant Jesus himself says he, he came in the name of God. Right? When he, in, when he entered into Jerusalem, it says, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Right? We, we've said that so many times. We, we, we hear it every Christmas. But he himself in John chapter 10 says, I come in the name of the Father. So it's very interesting. And this is something God's been challenging me on. Because he's like, why do you say in the name of Jesus? Is it a religious thing? Is it a habit? Or do you fully understand what you mean and what you're saying by in the name of Jesus? Because as I've studied this out, I realized I was doing it as a habit and a religious habit at, at that. It was a ritual. Oh, you have to seal it with the name of Jesus in order for God to hear it and for God to answer it. And it's not true. It's not true at all. What God wants you to see, what I believe he's been revealing to me, is the importance of his name. Okay, so when you look at the word name in Greek, it literally and figuratively means in the character, the reputation of. Hmm. Interesting. 
So Jesus came in the character, in the nature of God. And everything he did was in the character, in the nature of God. Because we don't find him one time praying, be healed in the name of the Father. Be healed in the name of God. Right? You don't find that anywhere in the Gospels. He doesn't say it to what we know. It's just not there. But he says everything he did, he did in the name of the Father. He did in the name of God. So think about this. How is Jesus in the name? He was in the very character and the very nature of God. How do we know that? Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. And he is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe by the word of his power making purification for sins and he sat down at the right hand of majesty on high having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs so look at this the exact imprint of his nature the exact imprint of his character of who God is. So the more I go back and I look at the very nature of God, I look at who He is, not what people have made Him to be or uh, who they've um, chalked Him up to be or, or anything like that, but look at the very nature of who He is. It completely changes everything. It changes everything. So when you go and you say, in the name of Jesus, which we can find in the book of Acts, it happened multiple times, that he did it in the name of Jesus, right? We think that it's something that we're supposed to regurgitate instead of realizing it's something they understood. It's something they knew in the depths of them that they could rely on the very nature of God as being just, as being healer, as being righteous and good and loving and merciful and redeemer. Right? All these things, all these characteristics, all these that accumulate together, that come together and form the very nature of God. And it's all 100% of each. That you can fully rely on. This is what it means by being in His name. That, think about this. The Spirit of God, He comes on you. He seals you. It says you're sealed with the guarantee of promise. You're sealed by the Spirit of promise. You're sealed by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one who seals you for the day of adoption. Why? How is it possible? Because the very nature of God comes and lives inside of you. The very thoughts of God come with the Spirit of God. How do I know this? 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Read about what it says about the Spirit and, and relating to man. And how it also relates to God himself. Who can instruct God? Who has, who has his mind? Who can, who can instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. See, when you begin to look at what Scripture is saying and how we actually are in his name, we're, we're in his character, we're in his nature. He brought us into his nature and his nature unfolds in your life. And that's why we have what's called the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's not fruits. It's fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm 
I don't want to dive into this a whole lot, but when we look at the very nature of God and all the names of God, especially the redemptive names of God, every single one of them in Hebrew and in Greek, they all start with I am. I am. And it's amazing. Amazing. He's stating who he is. And that you could take that to the bank every day of the week. He is provider. We just think finances. No, no, he provides healing. He provi- He provided a redeemer. He provided a Christ. He provided, when you look at any of the names, they all overlap. They cover every single one of the same things. And often we overlook this because we, we're thinking God is compartmentalized. He's only... Okay, in, in this section, um, if I do the right things, this happens. And then over here in this section, if I do the right things, this happens. Instead of seeing him holistically, that he is a God who is whole and complete. And he's bringing you into himself, right? So what happens to you? Naturally, the Spirit of God starts producing the nature of God in you. And this is something to be excited about. This is something to, to praise God about. Because, look, the power of God, dunamis, however you want to pronounce it. It's the virtue. It's a power by the virtue of the nature of a person or a thing. That's why the devil, the devil has dunamis. But it comes from his nature. It comes from his character. And you look at God, he has dunamis, and it naturally flows out of him. So when you look at light, you can say, yes, it has dominion, it has power, it has authority over darkness. It, it pushes back darkness with ease. It doesn't struggle, it doesn't strive, it's just simple, it's just simple. It just happens. As soon as you turn on the light, boom, darkness is gone. And so when we look at his nature, his character, who he is, when we look at the light... He is the light. And it says we are the light. When we abide in Him and He abides in us, we become light. Because He's shining through us. And so when you begin to understand this, it's not hard to cast out demons. It's not hard to see the sick healed. Just like I was mentioning, Albert William uh, Lupnitz in his book, and It wasn't hard for him to see gunshot wounds disappear, deformities instantly healed, all these amazing things that God was doing in him and through him in Colombia. And so as you look at this, you have to understand that being in his name is abiding in the very nature and character of God. This is what it means to be Christian, to be Christ-like. It's not just imitating him. Oh, I'm going to go around. I'm going to preach. I'm going to heal people just like Jesus did. No, 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 no. If you don't have the very motive, the very heart, the very nature, the very character of God, you can do all those things and it won't profit you. It won't. God is love. Your motivation has to be love. God is just. Your motivation has to be just. So when you look at scripture, you look at everything that God is, 
with the same character, the same motivation, the same intent, you step out and start doing these things. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm a walking testimony of this. Seeing thousands upon thousands of people healed. Just in Brazil alone. All kinds of stuff. Tumors disappearing. You know, one guy, he had a twisted arm. He had cerebral palsy. Prayed. I didn't even lay hands on him. I just prayed. I said, right now, in Jesus' name, all weakness, you go. The arm came loose. And it was only his hand that was slightly twisted. And we started praying for that. And it loosened up because it was stiff. It could, he couldn't move it. Right? And it loosened up. And he was able to make a fist. He was able to move his, his hand around. This is God. I didn't try to heal anyone. He doesn't tell us to try to heal. He tells us to heal the sick. He doesn't tell us, try to walk with me. Try to have a relationship with me. No, it's not there. You're not going to find it. It's either you do or you don't. And so abiding in his name. Every time you read the word in his name, in the name of Jesus, think of his character, his reputation. Look at this. It changes everything. Something that a lot of people commonly quote for their water baptism doctrines and stuff is Matthew 28, verse 19. Right? It says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into, the word is not just in, it's the word into the name of the Father and of the name of the Son and in the name of the Holy Spirit. So into the character, the nature of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And, I'm behold, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So here, look at this. It doesn't mention water. He's telling them what to baptize, baptize them into, immerse them into. And it is into the very nature and character of God. And we could go to Colossians. And we can see the Colossians. That the fullness of the Godhead indwells Jesus. And Jesus is perfect. And now he indwells you. And believe it or not. He has made you perfect. Because he's formed you after himself in the spirit. And this is amazing yes right exactly Josh this is amazing because you begin to realize you are God's best you are a son of God you are a daughter of God and he lives through you his nature his word becomes reality through you because you carry the very essence of who he is and the only thing to, to abide in his name that you have to do is be willing and obedient and surrender. That's it. You just have to be willing, obedient, and surrender. And so you find the key to this is surrendering to his word. Surrendering in obedience to what he says. He says, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. What did he command them to do? He commanded her to go preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. And that's another subject. We'll get into that. But he, he commands them to preach the gospel of the kingdom, healing all the sick in the cities they go into, 
casting out demons. Right? This is what we're supposed to do. This is how we're supposed to walk. It says, signs shall follow those who believe. But what we taught the church, what we taught Christianity is to follow the signs. Forget the signs. That's a byproduct of who he is. Focus on him and you'll naturally produce the signs. Obey his word and his commandments and the signs will manifest as a result to show and demonstrate to others that you're walking with God and he is with you. How do I know this? Well, because that's easy. Let's go to Acts chapter 10, 38. And how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good, doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Then we just read the very last verse of chapter 28. It says, Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of this age. He's always with you. He's always with you. If you're a believer, he makes his abode in you. As you obey his commandments, according to John 15, you obey Jesus' commandments, he abides in you, and you abide in him. And what happens, the very nature of God begins to manifest in your heart, manifest in your life. So when you go and you tell somebody, be healed, you're doing it out of the name out of the nature, out of the character of God. We don't want the formula, oh, I have to say in the name of Jesus. No, we don't need that because we carry the very essence, the very character, the very nature of God. Do you understand why Jesus, look, I can, I can prove it to you this way. Jesus didn't teach his disciples to pray in the name of Jesus, quote unquote. You have to say this. How do I know this? Because he didn't model this to them that he is in the name of, the, uh, doing all these things in the name of the Father. And he says, take up your bed and walk in the name of my Father. Did he do it? No. But yeah, he said he's done, he did all these things in his name. Look, let's go to John chapter 10, verse 25. It says, Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me. So here he's saying, all the works he ever did, he did in the name of his Father. He did in the name of his Father. So, why is this important? Why is Jesus teaching them about the importance of the character and the nature compared to just saying a name, proclaiming a name? Because this is what's going on in the church, and this is what it's resulted as a, a flaw in the church itself, is that anybody who says, in the name of Jesus, it's automatically assumed that it's the power of God that's healing the people. And we're not looking at their lives to see if it's God or if it's their soul or if it's the devil for deception. Is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Witches. Seen witches. Heal in the name of Jesus. Saying the name. 
not living in the nature and the character of God. Completely different. That's why it says, by your good conduct, you prove those wrong who speak uh, wrong things about you, who speak lies about you, who slander you and gossip you. Pray for them, bless them, right? But it's your nature, it's your character, it's how you walk, it's how you live that shows that you are in the name of Jesus Christ. It shows that you are in his nature and in his character. Because how did Jesus handle those situations? This is what's key. This is what's important. But we've been so caught up on the, on the fireworks. Ooh, signs and wonders. Oh, there was glitter or, or, or gold dust. Or there was manna that was appearing in the Bible. Yeah, that's great. But that doesn't compare. It pales in comparison to his nature and his character because you can place your whole trust in God's nature and character because he's not a man that he should lie. It's impossible for him to lie. And he is who he says he is. And he can do what he says he can do. And you are who he says you are. In the name of Jesus is abiding in his nature and his character. Get to know him. Get to know his nature. Get to know his character. Grow up into him. This is the key. This is, this is the aspect of God that, that many people miss because they're trying to get the fruit without being attached to the tree. Yes, they're trying to be a branch producing fruit without being attached to the source of life, to the source of that nature, to the source of that character. And that's not okay. It's not. There's so many things God wants to do in you and through you and with you. But you need to lay down yourself. Lay down your preconceived ideas and operate in His name operate in the very nature and the character and the reputation of Jesus Christ. This is why Gandhi says, go back and look what Gandhi said. He said, I love Christ. I just don't love the Christians. He understood Christ. He understood what Jesus, he did, but he didn't see that same life in Christians. And it's sad. It's sad. Because nothing's changed. In hundreds of years, nothing's changed. So how do they know us? They know us by our love for one another. They know us because of the very nature and character of God. No matter what's being thrown at us. Remember, it's the devil that tries to bring up the past and accuse you according to the past. It's not God. God wipes away the past. He throws the past in the sea of forgetfulness. He throws it over his shoulder. As far as the east is from the west is your sin from you. He doesn't remember it anymore. But the devil wants to bring up people's past all the time. All the time. You have to abide in the very nature and the character of God. If we don't, then what good is it? Then we're going to find ourselves saying that we did all these things in the name of Jesus. 
And we come to Jesus at the end of the day, and He's going to say, Depart from me, I never knew you. You workers of iniquity. You workers of lawlessness. And we go to 1 John chapter 3, and it says that iniquity or lawlessness is sin. So what was He, in essence, telling these people who said, We did it in your nature. We did it in your character. And He said, No, 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 no. Anybody who keeps on sinning is not born of me. And that's what you find in 1 John chapter 3. And so it's very interesting. Very interesting. This is the key. This is why there's such an importance on the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. Such an importance. Many people overlook. The focus has always been on the Holy Spirit. It's the only person... The only common denominator that ties every epistle, the Gospels, and the book of Acts together. It's a common thread. You can find it in every book. Look it up. So it's very interesting. Because it's Him that brings us into the family. It's the spirit of adoption. He brings us into the nature, into the character of Jesus Christ. And as you learn to abide in His character and His nature, you naturally begin to see everything flow forth. The dis- spirit, uh, discernment of spirits, the casting out of demons, the, the working of miracles, healings, everything. Found everything to be in abiding in His nature and character. Your flesh wants to justify itself. Your flesh wants to act out. Your flesh wants to do all these things, but what are you feeding? If you feed your flesh, you reap your flesh. If you feed your spirit, you reap spirit, which is life and godliness. So feed your spirit. I hope this has blessed you. I hope this is um, impacting you as much as it's impacted me. It's completely changed the way I pray, my heart's intent, my motive uh, before God. And I'm telling you, this is it. This is it. Learn to walk in His nature and character by the Holy Spirit. He's the one who teaches you this. He's the one who teaches you all things concerning God. He teaches you. Place your trust completely in Him and He will teach you. He will teach you the Word without twisting, without manipulating it so you can have a doctrine. Forget the doctrines. Focus on your relationship with God. Read His Word and obey His Word. It's simple. Why are we making it more complicated when it, than it needs to be? It's good. It's good. So next week, we're going to be start talking about discipleship. Okay? So we talked about the nature of God. We talked about being in His name. Um, during the week, we're covering uh, counterfeit Christianity and then next, next month in September, we're starting the lives that we have all prayed. Stay tuned to that. There's some major things, some keys that have completely transformed my life. God's been circumcising my heart left and right in this area. And there's, there's just some amazing things God's just bringing out and He's bringing forth. Um, you can go back and watch it after we finish, Randall. He's saying he missed the first half. You can definitely go back and watch it again. Uh, the thing is, I, I want you to, to understand 
and and I hope that I'm articulating this correctly. That that I'm 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 able to articulate this to you. That it's all about Jesus. Anyone who exalts himself or exalts power or gifts or anything else over Jesus, that that that's a, a tall time, a, a tall sign that you should pay attention to. That this is not right. But when you look at Jesus, everything else falls away. You don't draw attention to yourself. You draw attention to Him. You point to Him. You focus on Him. Paul says something very important. He says, follow me as I follow Christ. And so it also means, if I'm not leading you to Christ, don't follow me. If you're not looking more like Christ, after every sermon, after every teaching, after every encounter with people, if they're not leading you to Christ, then don't follow them. Maybe you need to be the doing the leading. So there's so much that God's doing. We're excited for Be the Gospel this coming year, the end of this year. There's some things I ask you to, to pray with us on. Uh, they've invited us into the Philippines to do uh, uh, some crusades there and doing uh, massive healing meetings there. Uh, same thing in India. Uh, we've been praying about it. I've, I've Honestly, I can tell you, I've, I've shied back from it. And I know I shouldn't. I know we should be able to uh, minister at all levels. Uh, but there's a lot that goes into a, a campaign of 100000 or more. And the finances and everything else that's got to come through for these things. Um, but I'm telling you, we're seeing, if not everyone, we're seeing almost everyone healed uh, almost all the time. And it's just amazing. It's very humbling to just walk with God and see His nature and His character come through time and time again. Even when you don't feel worthy. Even when you don't think you've spent enough time studying and praying and, and, and even fasting and doing different things. And obviously it's not to do it to, to gain power or anything like that. Referring to fasting or even prayer. But it's, it's just relationship with Him. It's just walking with Him. That he still bestows mercy and loving kindness. And he's true to his word. He's true to his nature. And it's just absolutely amazing. So there's many things that are going to be coming up very soon. Stay tuned. Stay plugged in with us. Uh, we'd love to share a lot of what's going on. Even as we travel around the world. Thank you bro. And there's just so much. So much. Even if you want to travel with us. Hey we're building teams right now. We're, we want to start building teams that can work with us and travel with us right now. We have about five people going with us into Brazil uh, at different times being with us. And, or they're ex expected about five people. And we go in, we minister, we love on people, we, we share the good news, we go to the streets, we go to the hospitals, we go wherever we can get in. We go and we just love and we share and we care, representing the very nature and character of God. So... If you, if you missed anything, go back and watch, like, share. Also, <clears throat> we are completely ran on uh, donations and, and everything. So you can also go to bethegospel.com. There's a, a give button there. You can just click there. Even just a dollar a month. If you just gave a dollar a month, that impacts us greatly. If you encourage your family and friends to just donate a dollar a month, it allows us to keep running allows us to stay focused on the Word of God and what He has 
in what he wants us to accomplish. A lot of these things I'm going to bring, be bringing out over the next several months are things he's been teaching me and training me in my private time and time just praying. Um, I, you know, like I said before in the past videos, about for the last two or three months, I've gone dark. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't been posting a lot of videos. I haven't been do doing a lot of those things. Um, it's probably longer than that, probably five or six months. And the reason why is because God was doing things in my own heart. He was revealing things and getting down back to basics and raising the standard higher. And so if you want to be part of this journey with us, join us, walk with us. We'd love not, not just to, you know, receive financial support. That's a huge blessing to us. Thank you for that, being partnered with us and, and, and partnering with the gospel. Um, but we want to walk with you. We want you to walk this out. We want you to be the gospel everywhere you go, in your neighborhoods, in your job, every, no matter where you're at, that you are being the gospel, even in your churches, even if you don't agree with the doctrine. But God has you there for a reason, to demonstrate His love, to, to help people in that area. Just love, love. Love bears all things. <laughs> so bless you. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.